This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. Happy Thursday! Maybe you're not listening to this on Thursday, and that's fine. I mean, I don't hold that against you, but I hope that you downloaded it on Thursday because that's the day that it comes out. And or even better, you're subscribed or you follow on Apple Podcasts and then it just automatically gets added to your library. But anyways, happy Thursday. I am recording this on Wednesday, so the day before. I used to be so prepared and have my solo episodes recorded at least a few days in advance, but lately I like to procrastinate and just really stress myself out and record it the day before it goes out. So that's what I'm doing today. It is Wednesday. By the time you're listening to this, my freaking shop or my merch will be out and available to the public. I am so excited about it because I thought long and hard about what I wanted on the merch and it's been such a work in progress and it's nice to finally see it actualized. Like I had this idea in my mind. I've always wanted to do merch with, you know, like clothes and hats but I didn't know how to do it. And it took me a long time. And the lovely Bailey from Play Digital Culture helped me out. And yeah, now it's here and I have a shop. My next goal is to try and get greeting cards on there. But again, I'm having a hard time finding a place that will print greeting cards kind of on demand. Um, so yeah, anyways, if you haven't already, go check it out. It is themomroomshop.com. I have things like t-shirts, I have crew neck sweatshirts, I have big hoodies. I say big because I ordered an extra large and I actually really like it being that big. It's so cozy and soft on the inside. I have all different colors and yeah, I will slowly be putting out different designs you know, as I think of cool stuff and I'll share, you know, new stuff on Instagram. Some of the designs that are up there now are fashion influencer because that is what I am. I have a hat that says hair influencer. My designer shirt is in the wash. Mom uniform, mom hair don't care. Daycare pickup fashion. You seem fun, which is funny because When I put up a sticker that said, what do you think my hat says? Or when I asked you guys what you wanted on the merch. So many people said, you seem fun because that is what I say to trolls a lot. And I had to have it on the merch. So I think my mom's ordering those actually. So my mom will be rocking the you seem fun merch. And where I got that saying from is so random. I saw this meme. Well, 
it wasn't a meme. I think Jesse Tyler Ferguson shared a photo of a comment that someone left on one of his posts. And I think they were taking a picture or doing something at some museum with one of the paintings. And someone commented on the post saying like, you know, you're not supposed to be taking photos at that kind of museum and blah, 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 like this big negative comment. And he just responded with, you seem fun. And oh my God, it killed me. And I was like, that is the best comeback ever. And so I adopted it. And now that's what I say to people. And I think it's just, it's just the perfect response. So that is where that came from. Anywho, enough about that. We are talking about the modern day village today because I feel like the the saying, it's actually an African proverb. It takes a village to raise a child. We've all heard that saying, but I don't think I really thought about it much until I became a parent and realized like, yeah, that is extremely accurate. But nowadays we live our lives in a way that doesn't really allow us to have a village in the sense of what it meant back in the day. And I feel like even from when I was a child growing up to how people live today is extremely different. We used to be outside playing, building cabins, building forts, and, you know, parents would scream out their doors at like 8 p.m. or like when it started to get dark that we had to go back inside. But we were just all over the neighborhood, all over, like going to different friends' houses. And I feel like today there there's less of that going on. It's more people stick to their houses or to their yards. People don't really like their kids going out and like running wild all day. There's a lot more fear, I think, in parents to let their child, you know, go for sleepovers or go hang out at this person's house or go here with this family when you know, like when I was growing up, I would go on trips like skiing with my friend and her parents. And I don't know, it just seems like there's less of that going on now. And people are more so keeping to themselves or just having a few really close families um, where your kids go over and hang out or sticking to family, really. So even just from when I was younger, to now, I feel like there's a lot more responsibility on parents, especially with the internet and social media. I think, you know, not only are we more busy and in most families, both parents are working full-time jobs and have like stressful careers, but we also have the added pressure of, you know, engaging with our children all day and not using screens and doing arts and crafts and making sure they're learning and having all these fun experiences, but it's all on us. Like we don't have a village to help us do that. And at the same time, help us do the household stuff as well, which blows my mind. Like we are in a very fortunate position where I'm home during the day. So I can, you know, slowly get laundry done. I can tidy up here and there between doing my own stuff. I can, you know, cut the grass. I can go to the grocery store. I can get dinner ready, even though I don't do that, but I should. Um, I'm home. Most, I always think about families where both parents are working full time. 
then you get home from work and you know it's five o'clock 5 30 you have to get dinner on and then you're stressed about getting stuff done around the house you know like oh we have to do laundry and get that ready for tomorrow because so and so peed in his car seat or whatever it is so now you're doing the household stuff running errands getting groceries in your free time that your kids are home from school or if they're in daycare they're home from daycare um yeah it's a lot it's a lot and there's pressures on all different sides pressures to have a career and be working full-time pressures to have a perfect house and make sure your grass is always cut Uh, We have grass issues, so I keep bringing that up because all my neighbors have beautiful grass. Like, I'm not even kidding, like out of a magazine. And our grass is pathetic and it stresses me out a little bit. Am I doing anything to fix it? No, but it does stress me out. But anyways, my point is that we are supposed to be doing all these different things to 100% and excelling in all these different areas, but we don't, or most of us, don't have help. We don't live near family. We might have one or two close friends nearby. Like, I think about where we live. My closest friend is a 45-minute drive away. So it's not like they're in our lives every day like oh we made this for dinner you guys want to come over and have dinner you guys want to come have a barbecue like we're very my husband gets home from work we you know play with milo make dinner like there's no intertwining of households there's no like oh i have to run to the doctor can i just drop milo off at your place for a little bit and i know some people do live in communities where they have lots of close friends nearby or they live near their family and that's amazing but many people do not so it's all on them and it's funny because I put up a sticker on Instagram to ask who was a part of your modern day village and I consider a village to be it can be a service or it can be a person so I consider a service to be part of the village because if you have services, which again costs money, which is not ideal, but free, what when you have services like a cleaning um, person, I was going to say a staff, like as if we live in a freaking estate or something, but no, when you, if you have like a cleaning service, it's not staff. If you have lawn care service, if you have meal delivery service, all those things free up your time so that you can do other things and spend time with your kid or, you know, get other things done that need to be done. So it is indirectly helping you raise your family. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. 
And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner. I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals, so you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding, and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon Plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. 
If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. A lot of people had services in their modern day village. So like meal services, curbside pickup, which we're all hoping doesn't disappear once the COVID stuff is cleared up. Streaming platforms like, hello, Disney Plus, Netflix, drive-throughs, lawn care, cleaners, counselors, daycare. Like daycare is a huge one for us huge. Milo is with those other children and his teachers Monday to Friday, like 8.30 to let's say 4.30. That is a massive impact on him and how he behaves, what he's learning, his social interactions. Like that is massive. Being able to have a relationship with another adult that's not his parents It's huge. And at the same time, it allows me to be able to get stuff done around the house, to run errands, to do my stuff like this podcast, for example, my social media stuff. So that is a massive part of our village. And it's interesting because I don't think many people would consider you know, a daycare or teachers to be a part of their village when it comes to raising a child, but they are, and they play a massive role in children's lives. And I'm not just talking about kids that are Milo's age. I'm talking about like up until your child is an adult, athletic coaches, music teachers, all these different people in their lives are going to have an impact on them and shape them into who they will become. Somebody else put a dog sitter. That's huge. I wish I had one of those. Um, Family and friends. Again, lots of people live nearby family and friends. Lots of people do not. Doulas are huge. And I always think to myself, if we had another baby, like, I want a postpartum doula 100% unless my mom wants to come move in or my mother-in-law, but if not, totally postpartum doula. But again, all these things cost money, right? Um, And then someone said social media, which is big. A lot of us live a lot of our lives on social media nowadays. It's where many of us get a lot of information, parenting advice, Also, just a sense of community that you may not otherwise have in person, especially over the last year with people living in quarantine. There was a lack of, you know, being able to go to play dates and going to early on centers. Those are like child centers in Ontario that have like play groups and activities for kids that parents can go to as well. So those things didn't exist. So I think a lot of people tried to create a village and a sense of community online and through social media. For me, it was TikTok and it was really fun. Something else I think about a lot is the amount of extracurricular activities that children are involved in nowadays compared to maybe, you know, 10, 15 years ago. 
Um, like I had the odd extracurricular activity here and there, but it seems like today kids are just nonstop in structured activities, you know, whether it's sports or like day camps or um, like music camps. I don't know. What are the camps? I went to an acting camp once when I was younger. (laughs) Isn't that so funny? I was a little bit older. I wasn't like a young child, but anyways, that was fun. It was like a drama, a drama camp. But anyways, my point is there's less time available for kids to just be hanging out in the neighborhood with neighborhood kids. Like, hanging out at a neighbor's house, going to spend time, you know, with your cousins or grandparents, whatever it might be, because it's like you go to school or daycare and then at 5 p.m. we have soccer practice and then we're going to come home. We're going to have a bath. We're going to read some books and then you're going to go to bed. And then on the weekends we have debt, 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 debt. And it's like everything all the time is filled up with activities, which again, activities cost money. It's like Nowadays, both parents have to work full-time jobs because we need to pay for our village, apparently. I think another big thing nowadays with parents is that they don't want to ask for help for whatever reason. I think there's like this thought that parenting is you just do it by yourself. You deal with everything in the family on your own and it's nobody else's business. And if you ask for help, then it shows that you're failing or that you aren't capable of being a parent or something. I don't know. It's so odd. Again, it's like this thought that we should be doing absolutely everything on our own and doing it the absolute best way possible and just thriving in every area of life. But with no help, you can't have any help. And it boggles my brain because how the hell are people supposed to do that? Like it makes no sense. Back in the day, one parent usually stayed home, did all the family stuff. They also had their village to help out. So, you know, they could make homemade freaking casseroles while Johnny and Julia were down the street playing at, you know, Barbara's house. That's just one small example. I don't know why I chose casseroles. Like, I don't even remember the last time I had, did I say casserole or cabbage rolls? Anyways, either, either way, I don't remember the last time I had one of those, so I don't know why that came to my mind first. But my point is just like, we live our lives so much differently now and I think a lot of people feel guilty if they have services or people look down on someone if they, you know, utilize certain services because, again, we're expected to just do everything on our own. But I think if you can afford to incorporate some of these things into your life and free up some of your own time, to be able to do more stuff with your kids or have weekends, you know, more free so you're not spending your weekends running errands, like take advantage of that. And if not, I would really consider trying to build your own village wherever you are. So that could be with family members, that could be with friends, you know, joining some kind of motherhood community that's in your area. There's got to be some kind of, like, is there an app for moms where it's like 
Tinder kind of where you can, is it Tinder? Where you like swipe and you can make friends in your area and like, oh, let's do a play date. Like, it's so interesting because I have an episode coming up in a few weeks with Danielle Bayard Jackson, and it's all about friendship. And we talk a lot about friendship, especially in motherhood and why it's so important. And she gives amazing tips on like how to build friendships and maintain them. Because I'll be the first to admit, it's hard to make friends as an adult and we all think that everyone else already has their life set up and they already have their good friends and so why would they want to be friends with me and it's awkward at first and everybody is so busy so it takes effort to actually make time to try and build friendships But I think in the end, it would be so worth it. And I wish that every mom and family had a village or, you know, network of really close friends and family nearby that could help and that you could spend time with and, you know, not feel so lonely and like you're doing everything by yourself. Like, hey, I'm going to the grocery store today. Is there anything you guys need that I can pick up for you? Like simple things like this where you're just helping each other out with simple everyday kind of things. I've said it before and I will say it again. Parenting is really hard. And even in the best of situations, it's difficult. So if you consider Blippi to be a part of your village and he indirectly helps you get your family in order and get things done around the house that need to be done, then so be it. Blippi is a member of your village. It's so interesting to think back on how people used to raise children and what that looked like versus today. And then it makes me think about, you know, in 10, 20 years from now, like when Milo has kids, let's say, like 30 years from now, what is that going to look like then? I also think back to stories about when my dad was younger and how much control or power teachers had when it came to like disciplining children and whatnot. And today that is totally not the case. And it's, it's funny because... Like, I agree with how it is today, but at the same time, it's so different. Like, I don't know. It's just so weird to think about. Like, before, teachers could actually discipline kids. And today, it's like, you know, you better not better not say anything to my kid or, like, I'm the parent. Like, we get offended if people try and discipline our children. And I'm sure nowadays... Teachers feel like they don't have any power at all. And maybe even in some situations, like it's difficult to bring it up with parents if children are misbehaving in school. Like it's so odd. Like everything has changed so much. And maybe it's for the better. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I I don't know the answer. It's just really interesting to think about. Well, my initial goal for this episode was for it to be all structured and make sense. And I don't know if that's actually what happened. I think I just went on a bunch of rants and ended up talking about things that may have not even been related to modern day village. But anyways, that's I just need to get my thoughts out, you know, but 
Perhaps if you have not thought about what or who your village is, maybe think about that today. Like what services, what people are in your life that you would consider to be part of your village and how do they contribute either directly, for example, Milo's teachers at school, or indirectly, let's say Blippi or the Uber Eats guy, How do they contribute to you being able to raise your child, your family, keep your house in order, and so on? And whatever or whoever is in your village, don't let anybody shame you for using that service or for, you know, having your child go to daycare or whatever it might be, having a nanny. Seriously, my mother-in-law was just here for two weeks and I did not want her to leave because it was so nice just having another adult in the house. Like we were able to put up blinds, we were able to get yard stuff done, which we typically don't do because we end up spending our free time with Milo and doing things with Milo as opposed to getting stuff done around the house. So yes, we live in a house that has a bunch of patched holes everywhere because Who has the time? Who has the time? I should call Mike Holmes and he could come be a part of my village. I could really use him actually. Like we have so many lights in the house that need to be changed out. I bought a freaking dining room light to go above my kitchen table. I shit you not before Christmas and it is still not up because I don't trust my husband or I to do it. And because of COVID and whatnot, my dad has not been over to visit. Nobody that's handy and can do it has been over to visit. So it's just sitting in the basement. I don't even remember what I was talking about. Oh yeah, my combs, part of the village. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope it made sense in some capacity. Um, I'm about to go order a few things from my website because obviously I want to wear my own merch. And then I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to try and get my Peloton ride done before noon, which is when the store launches online. I'm going to post about it. I will link to it, all that good stuff. Tuesday's episode is with Cassandra Lane. She is an author of a book called We Are Bridges, and it is about her great-grandfather's story. It is such a good episode, all about learning your family's history, having difficult conversations, and getting to know your grandparents, your great-grandparents, what they went through, Whether it is, you know, a difficult thing to talk about or not, it is such a good episode, really made me think and made me want to set up time with my mamere just to talk about her life and things that she went through. I think it would be really interesting. If you're not already following on Instagram, it is at the mom room podcast. I am at the.mom.room on Instagram and TikTok. And obviously go check out the merch at themomroomshop.com. If you're not already following on Apple Podcasts, please do so. Or if you're on Spotify, please subscribe and leave a review, you know, give me five stars. That would be much appreciated. So have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening and I hope your children sleep tonight.